We're at the end of the island with Junior Rowing News. Ready for rhythm. In two, in one, rhythm now! Well, hello everyone and welcome back to a soggy end of the island. We're coming to you live from the press box on what is the tea time of Saturday, July the 2nd, 2022. And we've had so many fantastic semi-finals so far. Once again, we are delighted to be sponsored by Wintech Racing. Their mission is to make it easier and more affordable to buy quality boats that improve performance at all levels. Their high-performance racing boats have been used successfully to win gold medals and break course records at both domestic and international regattas over the past few years, including here at Henley Royal Regatta. To learn more, visit their website at wintechracing.com or follow them across social media. Uh, with me this time around, we've got Ed Evans, we've got Will and Camilla uh, Hadland Horrocks, not Horrocks Hadland, but I'll get that right one day, and Dan Spring. Uh, joining us for this recording, we're going to run down the semi-finals that we've had today and start to look ahead to some of the finals that we will have coming up tomorrow. And I suppose uh, the first one to start with, let's go straight into the Princess Elizabeth. Uh, two races, or one race before. Uh, we'll start with Eton. We'll start with the Eton race. Um, well, we won't talk about the KCS, but just we'll start with the Eton race. And uh, we were saying just before we came on air, I think Junior Royal News is going to have to shut down because we've been banging on about the Princess Elizabeth and how Eton will be undefeatable um, since National Schools Regatta. Uh, and yet here we are, Radley will be making a final for Princess Elizabeth for the first time in 24 years. No, no, no. they made the final 2017, got beaten by Scotch College. I take it all back. But they haven't won since 90... 98 or 96. 97 about, or 98. There you go, that's about 24 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. They did make the final. Yeah, uh, and I suppose Camilla, I think by the sounds of it, everyone apart from you, uh, reckon that Eton are going to walk away with this. Yeah, I had the delights of having Radley's first race on the commentary earlier this week, and I think from that moment on, I, I was fairly certain and secure in that Radley looked absolutely electric so um, I've had a small kind of backing for Radley since Tuesday uh, and I sat there today as they lined up against Eton and I made the call that I thought Radley was going to win and uh, they left it till the last minute that was very unkind of them to put me under that kind of pressure but they pulled through but very similar to their race against Teddy's mm. very very similar with went down like three quarters of a length and then just like pressed away through the middle from like just after the barrier to Remenham, just inching away, inching away, inching away. Yeah, they didn't like break Teddy's. Sorry, they didn't break Eton like they broke Teddy's a few days ago. But similar but I, kind of profile. Yeah, but I think it's always we always tend to see throughout the years that Radley raised their game for for Henley. That you know at, at Nat schools they're good, but they just seem to always make that step up when it comes to, to Henley. And now obviously they've not made the final for a few years, but they always tend to do slightly better. At, uh, at Henley than their, the, perhaps their Nat School's results would suggest. So I'm really pleased to see them in the final. You know, it's a sound. Going up against them though, it will be St Paul's School into another final. I think another crew that's had a huge resurgence since uh, since the National Schools regatta. They beat King's College School Wimbledon. I'll not come to you, Will. Um, Dan, I'll bounce back to you. I'll avoid Will. I'm sure he's quite sad. But um, I think a huge amount KCS of KCS for the triple, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 triple not winning anything <laughs> anyway, but um, I think hugely impressive with St Paul's getting themselves back into the final yep I mean, St Paul's just been dominant and uh, you know, the way Bobby Thatcher just produces crew after crew that uh, that is outstanding and also I think one of the outstanding things for St Paul's this year is how young the crew is um, but you know fair play to King's 
you know, they're outstanding, an outstanding crew. Um, you know, I had a quick look at the records. Kings Wimbledon have never got this far at Henley before, so for them to, to reach Saturday is a great, great achievement. Um, you know, obviously, you know, it would be nice for them to have gone one one better and made the final. But um, yeah, great performance and great row from both crews. And just talking all records, actually, we'll come on to the open events in a few minutes' time. But the last couple of races before tea time. Eaton, about two or three seconds outside of the record to the barrier, as were the GBA, the race. So despite all of the rain and some of the wind we've had, we've got some seriously quick crews that are racing uh, this weekend. Yeah, so it felt like the uh, the rain started coming down basically just as the Eaton-Bradley race was starting, and as that happened, the wind just dropped. So we've seen it all week that the conditions have just been insanely changeable. The wind's been up and down. So trying to if you're trying to look at the times between between crews, even over the same day, it's it's a it's not particularly helpful because it's just it's just so changeable. Yeah, definitely. And I suppose pivoting now, we'll we'll, we'll switch over to the other side. Looking through the Prince Philip Challenge Cup, uh, it will be going overseas this year. The Winter Park beat Henley Rowing Club, I and mean, we the crew from St Catherine School, Australia, beating Surbiton High School. Um, and I think I think everyone's probably backing, um, I suppose, Winter Park to, to go all the way, unless I am to be corrected. Yeah. No, I was going to say I think I think I'm personally backing Winter Park. I think it's very interesting looking at some of the crews, the mushrooms I've heard around Henley this week, is that perhaps the international crews lack some of the finesse, some of the sort of top end technical class that we expect from British crews. But it hasn't mattered. They've demolished Henley, they've demolished Headington, who are always very strong in the age. Serpentine have been on the rise over the last few years. None of them could put a hole in St. Catharines or Winter Park. And we're going to see those two go head to head. But it sort of raises the question as to how important three super well drilled technical crews are. I think the headwinds had a huge part to play in that, though, because I think the, the bigger, stronger crews, of which St. Catharines and Winter Park, have, I must say, both are very um, hugely powerful crews have masked well into the headwind and despite technical proficiency from the likes of like Surbiton and Henley you just can't beat raw power sometimes and that's been really clear like the I watched the St Catharines crew earlier um, you know hold on against Surbiton and they were just like remarkably powerful um, into the wind and that is what got them across the line uh, with their bow balls in front so it's going to be a great race though I still think between St Catharines and, and um, Winter Park yeah, and I suppose uh, the other one, we can't preview the Diamond, or we can't tell you who's in the final Diamond Jubilee, that's coming after tea time. However, the Foley Challenge Cup uh, will be an all-Windsor boys affair after their A-Bolt beat St Andrew Bolt Club, their B-Bolt beat Clare's Court. And what is it, Will? Is it seven of their athletes across the two crews have won championship gold medals in national schools this year? Yeah, so with the new rules around that schools, around no doubling up, they had seven different athletes that won the quad, the double and the single. They put those seven plus, I believe, uh, another scholar who also did really well in champ singles into the into both of their quads. They've been able to bring Marcus Shute into that top quad, which has uh, just made it even faster. Like it won, it won in that schools reasonably comfortably, and they've just been able to add in a one, one of the most promising uh, GB Junior scholars we've had for a very long time into it. But astonishing strength and depth from Winter Boys that they've been able to get both of their both of their quads into the final. Yeah, yeah, cannot wait to see sort of the two of them go out. I think it'll just be a huge celebration of, of sculling at, at Windsor Boys and I think huge credit to 
Mark Wilkinson and our sponsors Wintech will be very happy with those results, uh, knowing that they're going to get at least one win at Henley this year. So shout out to them. Um, pivoting slightly, um, Dan, we've had a really exciting couple of races in the Temple Challenge Cup, kicking off with Washington beating Durham this morning, and then we had Brooksy beating Treaton. So last year's finalists are out, and it's going to be Brooks Washington, a repeat of what we had a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's always difficult to count against Brooks um, in, in Henley. Um, their eights looking looking really good, but you know, up against Washington, or you know, it's it's obviously not the Washington first varsity, but even so, it's still a hugely experienced crew, um, and I think Brooks love the prospect of going up against one of the uh, one of the IRA um, champs you know, events, and they just love matching themselves against against the US crew so uh, it should be exciting but I'm I'm going to pick Brooks I personally think that Treaton was going to be Brooks's hardest race just on the the kind of pedigree of the Treaton crew and the fact that Treaton were faster than Nurash and then Treaton you know then lost um, today against that Brooks crew given that Durham got so close to Washington which I feel was yeah. unexpected but I mean unexpected but amazing from Durham right like what a bounce back that's been over the last few months for them and um, putting together a crew that can get within two thirds of a length of Washington the whole way down the course like I know they'll be really chuffed with that result but if I'm being really realistic with myself um, <laughs> as a Durham University supporter um, I, I think that probably indicates that Washington are, are, are going to be slower than Brooks in that case because I, I wouldn't imagine that Durham would get within two thirds of a length of Oxford Brooks A unfortunately. No, no, I reckon it'll be heading to Brooks, as I reckon will the Prince Albert, which obviously those semi-finals of that, the Wyfold and the Brit all got raced yesterday. Um, so we've got some really exciting matchups there. We've got the likes of Thames going against Oslo in the Wyfold Challenge Cup. Uh, we've got Cal going against Brooks in the PA, as we've already mentioned. Um, but I suppose looking at some of the other things that we had today, uh, we had a cracking showdown, uh, Great Britain against America. Um, can't remember what the uh, specific crews were. It was California Rowing Club and Penn Athletic Club, I should say. Uh, and so a really strong performance, Will, from, uh, from the British team. And we've already mentioned just a couple, of, a couple of seconds outside of that barrier record. Yeah, GB just jumped out the start at the end of the island, seemed to be already a good third of a length up, got out to a length quickly and then just sat there. There was maybe a point around Remenham where it looked like the Americans were trying to start coming back through, but it just it looked like it was they were fairly comfortable sitting at a, at a length all the way down the course, and uh, should set up a, a really good final in the uh, in the Grand tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. The other race in the Grand between the Chinese national rowing team, rowing Australia, uh, seemed fairly comfortable. Dan for rowing Australia, who just sort of seemed to walk away right from the get go. Yeah, and I think it's yeah they certainly were the class crew, and I think China probably rode a bit further than uh, than the other crew, given some of the steering that was that was going on. So they, you know that was something that I think they would have needed to have addressed. Um, but and I think from from what we've seen from the Chinese at the, the World Cups, that's probably you know par for where they are currently at. Um, but yeah, so it's always great to see Great Britain versus Australia um, in the final of the Grand. There's a lot of history there. Um, and I'm also sure that the uh, the Deutschland Achter will be uh, will be watching the live stream with interest um, ahead of uh, these crews hopefully matching up next week in Lucerne. 
Now, obviously, at this stage, uh, there's some really exciting matchups that we're looking forward to, particularly in the likes of the ladies' challenge plate, Yale going up against Leander. We've also got uh, two cracking Ireland semi-finals. We're seeing Yale again going up against the University of London. Really, you're sitting there nodding your head. You're looking forward to that one. I'm just getting really emotional about the Ireland Challenge Cup. I have done all week because I'm just so delighted to see. And I, I said this before we even kicked off with Henley um, that the caliber of crews we've got in this Ireland Challenge Cup are really giving a platform to student women's rowing. And I cannot wait to see UL versus Yale because I know that Brown on the other side of the draw are looking almost unbeatable right at this point especially if it's going to be a really strong headwind tomorrow in finals day I think Brown will be fairly confident um, on the start line but I think UL versus Yale is going to be an absolute stormer and I just would love to see UL go the whole way especially after losing to Brooks last year they've got a really strong crew on paper with the likes of like Una Cousins, Georgie Robinson Ranger I think they deserve it right so um, yeah it's going to be a great one. And just touching on some of the club stuff very quickly Dan, what do you think about the prospect of Thames Rowing Club sweeping all of the men's club events? Yeah, it's possible. Uh, certainly the, the, the Thames Cup crew look really strong um, and also the Wi-Fi 4 looks, looks really good. So yeah, it will be quite an achievement, um, but it's, I think they've got the squad to, uh, squad to do it. And uh, just before we wrap up, we're keeping these daily summaries relatively brief so we can all get back into uh, into drinking and whatnot. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Very keen to hear uh, from the four of you, um, I suppose some of the standout semi-finals uh, that we've had today, uh, we've touched on a few already but perhaps some of the others, uh, but also if there's anything else coming up this afternoon uh, and potential finals that we should be looking at first. So Will, what have you, what have you seen today that you thought, oh wow. Just, just a, a general, I know we talked about the PE earlier, but just a general point that Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Radley and St Paul's between them were seventh and eighth at Nat Schools in the A final. And that when have we ever seen as big a turnaround as that? From I know that the the Champagne's field and Nat Schools is very tight, so if you can add a length, you've got a chance of jumping up quite a few spots. But that's a huge turnaround. That none of none of the medalists from Nat Schools are in the final. Fantastic, Dan. What about you? I think from from earlier today. The one the event that impressed me the most, or the race that impressed me the most, was Imogen Grant. Um, she looked really, really good, and I've got, you know, I think she could well go go all the way tomorrow. Um, and then the races I'm looking forward to this afternoon, or the, for the, the evening session, um, probably a couple of garage matches, the the goblets with uh, um, with the two the two GB pairs, um, and then the ladies with Cow versus Dartmouth. That's going to be epic both of which have got pretty much their full varsity crews um, and Dartmouth have got a big chip on their shoulder to, to take on Cal so that's, that, that for me could well be the race of the day you know obviously with P semi being brilliant but that could well be the race of the uh, the race of the evening session yeah uh, Camilla Ah, oh, Dan's stolen my one because I was going to say the British pairs in the in the goblets because um, obviously at World Cup one, uh, Tom George and Ollie and Griffith came out and and really slammed a marker down against the trials winners um, of you know Joshua Iski and um, well now new into this pair Harry Glenister. Let's see if he can make this go any faster. But um, yeah, I'm really excited to see that on a sort of one-on-one. -on -one you know, small boats, I just think there's nothing like it on the Henley course, so that would be great. 
Uh, I'm going to finish. I was be very positive about the racing. I'm going to finish off with a little more of a, a controversial one. Oh, cool. um, I doubt you're going to bring the mood I down. Then. Bring the mood <laughs> down. <laughs> We're all too positive. Down so far. Yeah, yeah. Bring it down. The um, the, the Hamilton pairs this morning. Um, the steering issues that we had going on down the course, I think, is just testament to just how difficult the handling course can be to row. To have national team athletes unable to keep a line down the course and wiggling right over to the wrong side of the course, I think. You know, if you're a junior out there who's struggling to get that foot leg quite right, it's not just you. It's 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 a big issue that everyone's facing, and it, it's just testament to how strong the wind, how strong the current, how strong the stream, how strong everything is out there, and how much of a role that can play in racing. I haven't done the maths this year, but I'm sure we'll be seeing some significant differences between stations on final day as to portion of the winners. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, we'll be keeping tabs on that. But for now, that'll wrap up our tea time chat. Uh, on Saturday semi-finals day at Henley Royal Regatta. Once again, we are delighted to be sponsored by Wintech Racing. Their mission is to make it easier and more affordable to buy quality boats that improve performance at all levels. Their high-performance racing boats have been used successfully to win gold medals and break course records at both domestic and international regattas over the past few years, including here at Henley Royal Regatta. To learn more, visit their website at wintechracing.com or follow them across social media. Uh, but my huge thanks to Will, Camilla, Dan and Ed for joining me in the press box and we will be wrapping up all of the finals uh, about a day or two after everything. We'll let everything just sort of chill out, calm down and we'll be wrapping up what has been a fantastic but wet Henley Royal Regatta 2022 and we'll see you all next time at the end of the island. Mm -hmm.